white and blue. We like to win in style, we've done it for a while. It's better to aim very high, then our football story will echo with glory. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory Season 6, Take 2 of this episode, because uh, we just tried to start it. I choked while I was speaking and I think the start of that one is you laughing. Don't so say we. Professional. I'm not a part of your cock up. Professional. Um, ASD, welcome back. By popular demand. Popular demand. Literally 100% of people that we met on Saturday uh, demanded the return of me and uh, that someone else should get off the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I agree with the second part of it. I'm not sure if I do with the first. Um, straight into it, the first question, which you actually put out on Reddit yesterday, which was if there was a Hunger Games at Tottenham Hotspur, who would win it? Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Hunger Games is it's a bit like Battle Royale, which I prefer. Uh, it's everyone's locked on an island and they have to kill it. It's last, last man standing. Fight to the death. Fight literally to the death. They all get randomised weapons, but um, let's just say it's a fight to the death. And I thought it would be quite interesting. There's a lot of ways you can take it. Now, I actually have the answer. I've quantified it. The I've, correct answer. I've actually I've got it in a spreadsheet right here. Um, but Benji50 says Big Dick Vic. No weapons needed. <laughs> but I was thinking about that. that. <laughs> <laughs> but he would just... Wouldn't he miss? <laughs> just wouldn't he miss? We saw I don't have charges. the answer to that. <laughs> neither, does, neither does Big Dick Vic. Um, Dembele's a popular... Uh, choice. Moose would crush his opponents with his strength, evade attacks with his grace, and win public favour with his beauty, says Ian Toe, 15. Um, but then Dan Arlington, obviously friend of the show, says Eric and Delhi would dominate due to brute force and a nasty streak, survive into the final two, and then decide to kill each other hand in hand. And the hardest battle they face is trying to kill a smiling Sonny, who is fiercely defended by the Viminator, or perhaps the Belgian Brotherhood, who form a gang and go off bashing in skulls, because there's a lot of Belgians. Do you not think it's weird? Like, you'd never put, if you went to a pub, you would never have Son and Kevin Vimmer as friends in everyday no. life. That just no. wouldn't, that would not be a thing. I reckon if you put their two heads in a blender and halve them, then you get the, because I reckon Son's head is too small and Vimmer's head is too big. Good defender and then speed. Whoosh. I think if you put their two heads in a blender and then like baked it in a cake, it would come out looking exactly how they look. There'd be no difference. <laughs> good point. <laughs> JS13022 says in Kudu because he's small and fast and soldiers hide in the wood eating berries, running away from danger. Just true. And no one's ever seen him. No one's seen him. He doesn't exist. I'm pretty but sure. The berries in Hunger Games, if you eat them, it's killed a few people in the past. Oh, is it? I don't watch teenage girl films, so I. I will be missing out. <laughs> Don't watch him officially. Boy's got to eat, says Wanyama being the beast. Now, you've got to worry about the, the um, beast versus unit thing. We've talked about it before. We've talked about that before. Um, but being a beast, he looks like the type of person who would take a hatchet to the back and would turn around, appearing unaffected, and go ape on the person. He's also got a question. Favourite board game? Of all time. Yeah. Now, I, I love my board games. I collect my board games. You're obsessed games. with them. Yeah. Um... I don't play board games that often, but we do it at Christmas. Yeah. Christmas no. Day is when we play. Snakes and Ladders? No, it's, it'd either be between Monopoly, which is the classic, Floor's game, or Cluedo. Floor, Monopoly, I've got such a bugbear about Monopoly. It's over 100 yeah. years old, and it's massively flawed, because you get someone who starts to take a little, it's like Chelsea. The rest, of the, the rest of the season, the rest of the game is boring, and people don't play it properly. One of the rules is, if you land on one of the properties, and you can't buy it. You have to auction it off. So it, it halves the time the game takes, but no one plays it. I don't think I've ever played a game when Monopoly has actually got to the end anyway, because somebody 
just might be, yeah, we'd always just yeah, sort of throw yeah. the ball if they were losing. Uh, I'm gonna go. I've got this love for quarries. It's a dice game. It's I I absolutely love it. It's simple. I played Pass the Pigs last night. I really love that. Um, I've always really really just enjoyed Camel Up is really good as well. Um, War Dam Spurs says Pow. He's already been starved of playing chances. Um, but do you want to know my my lot? Who's yours, by the way? I would probably go if he's in it, Pochettino. A few people have said just because the mastermind behind it all. Mm. I that. can't really see how you would actually take Pochettino down in a fight to the death. I don't really know what his weaknesses are. He hates lazy players, so I'd feign laziness. Like mm. I'd bring Bentaleb back to distract him, and then I'd gouge his Make eyes Bentaleb out. Make Bentaleb great again. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris Rock gave us the answer to this. Yep. He said. Uh, but on boxing, always bet on the person in the lower socio-economic group because the poorer they are, the harder they fight. Basically, the harder they are, which is true. You go to any rough estate, they're going to be harder than anyone from bloody uh, Notting Hill. It's just the way it is. So, I've gone through the the whole squad and I've had a look at the country's GDP per person. You've been busy as well this week. This was last night. <laughs> we had the no screen night last night, which is why I played Pass the Pigs. Um, but this was the last thing I did before we turned off screens. I did this at 10 to 8. So I did it by country. And the country with the lowest GDP is Kenya. So that's Wanyama. Strictly speaking, uh, it should be the hardest by quite a long way. Uh, Lamella's pretty low. Uh, they make 20 grand per person. I've forgotten about Lamella. He'd be quite nasty. Spiteful little games, bitchy yeah. nails. Yeah. <laughs> but then he'd go for the eyes. He'd go for the eyes. And he's got like that Argentinian steak anger. But then one thing we're forgetting is Ben Davis is from Swansea, where there's literally naught. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. There's no industry. They're all born on crack. They're all heroin dealers. They're mental in Swansea. So I think Ben Davis would win because he's got the least to lose. But is he too nice? He's just on a new no. deal as well. He's got, he's got, his wages argue. have gone up. So I would argue, apart from taking Dyer out of that Chelsea game, he's got the nastiest. He just snapped someone's leg. Like, <laughs> he's Kieran, like Kieran Trippier. He's quite, he's quite t- hard. He's on he? my list. Of, I've got three things I want to talk about. He's on my list. He's quite hard. but Is he from Burnley? I don't know. As well. Is he from the north? Because if he's from the north, then. Oh, he's definitely from the north. I feel like I'd rather fight someone from Swansea than I would someone oh, from Burnley. Oh, he's from Berry. So he's a bit pikey, but um, he's not. You're not at Swansea level. Shout out to all of our Berry listeners yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know where you're listening to this. There's no electricity there. <laughs> cool. Uh, so that's that's it. So Ben Day, really? I'm just not sure about that. I've I've done it statistically, so it's. Uh, I felt like there was going to be an incredible amount of logic behind the answer. <laughs> and it was the fact that he's from the roughest place, and therefore he wins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, any more answers you've got for Hunger Games? Get in touch. Um, we've got a few games that we want to talk about, though, from last week. Start two games. I was so excited when I realised we had two games to talk about. Um, it was a massive week for us, though, really, when you think about we just beaten Burnley, which was a tough game. Tough game. And then going into Swansea Way, who were fighting at the bottom of the league. Yeah. Not actually playing that well, but still, it's always difficult going to them grounds. Um, and I'm there, I'm li- I was actually at the girls game, so the Spurs ladies were playing in their cup final. With your dad? Um, with my dad, um, and they were playing against Cholton, so I took my dad with me, long to game, it was his first time watching the girls game, 
Um, but he decided that he wanted to take a radio with him to still listen to the commentary of the men's game, despite the fact you can just follow it on your phone. But it wasn't the same. So we stood there watching this, watching this cup final. My dad's there with his headphones in, his hood up, and his radio in his pocket, giving me a minute-by-minute minute commentary of what's happening in the men's game, which was... How Actually quite that? difficult to concentrate <laughs> because I'm watching a game and I'm watching the ball for the girls in the left back position and I've got my dad being like, Sissoko's got the ball. <laughs> he hasn't. He hasn't. <laughs> um, I'll talk about the girls game in a minute but 1-0 down at half time against Swansea. Even 1-0 down with 20 to go, I'm just thinking if we can just dig a point out. Mm. I was like, that would be such yeah. a big draw for us yeah. to just come back and, and steal, steal a game. And when Ali scored 88, I relaxed. I was like, we've done it, we've got a draw. I wasn't even really thinking we'll go on and win now. I just thought we'll take, mm. we'll take the draw. And then when we're hearing Sun scored and then Ericsson scored, I was just like, wow. I, I was fuming because Chelsea City was on the TV. Chelsea were beating them. City were awful, which they've been all season, realistically. And you were just getting more and more annoyed. Chelsea were winning, they were singing songs. You saw on your phone Spurs were losing and it was all really annoying. Arsenal fans were getting a bit chirpy on Twitter as well, I mean, weren't they, with it, which is quite funny. We can talk about them, we can talk about that result later. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just an annoying night, and then, but I was never, ever in doubt. We don't lose to Swansea, there's some teams we just don't lose to. Swansea's one of them, we just don't lose to them. And um, I even, I swear to you, even on ATA, if you'd asked, I would have mm. I would have said we win. Like I had to get off the WhatsApp group because I would have killed Abbas. Like, is he so negative? And then, then it all turned around. Like, it, it was... It was amazing. The and turning point, Vincent Janssen. Vincent Janssen. I Coming think, off the bench. He got man of the match, didn't he? Voted for by Spurs fans. Yeah. I think the actual man of the match was Ericsson, I think. Was it? Um, but that was, that's, that's hands down, the best game he's had. Hands down, off the bench. Actually changed the game as yeah, well. Because he's true. come on in a few games when he's only got 20 minutes and he's just sort of let it pass him by. But that game, he came on, held the ball up really well. That ball for Sun's winner... To did, make it 2-1. Did he mean it If like he that? means that, that is up there with as good a pass as you're going to see in football. Because I mean, it, Ali's pass for Ericsson's was better. And then Ericsson's no-touch shimmy finish was unbelievable. He's well, well, we're going to, world-class. I want to, uh, I want to talk about what that, what what world that class means, means later because it's 6-0-6. But um, Ericsson at the moment is on fire. Best, the best he's ever played for us. And he was so influential in that game. He's, you know, when, um, you know, Modric is my favourite player I've ever seen in yeah. my life. And with Modric, you've got that feeling that he's doing stuff you can't even appreciate until you've seen it two or three times. Ericsson's doing that now. And it, I think we need to appreciate it now while we've still got him. Yeah, I think, I think that's a fair point. Um, you're saying about, that was the first game that I, I thought we were going to lose. When we're 1-0 down with 10 minutes to go, and following it on, the, on my phone, hearing what, second-hand what the commentary was, it didn't sound like we were doing anything really going forward, really. It's like we had a lot of the ball, and it sounded a bit like AVB football, where, do you know what I mean? You've just got the ball, but you're not really doing anything. Yeah, well, they're in a fight for their lives. Yeah. The crowd down there is decent. We've been down, and the crowd's really loud, especially for the second goal, you can hear yeah. it. So they are literally fighting for their lives against the team. Like, everyone wants to beat us now. We're now the... Because it's really difficult to beat Chelsea, but... It's, re- it's it's Spurs are people still see us as beatable and so they are fighting for their lives they've got all this belief and so it's really hard to beat a team who have all their men behind the but ball do you know what it's a bit, I think it's a bit different this is because I get the feeling that fans of other clubs want us to catch Chelsea oh massively last year no one wanted us to everyone wanted Leicester no yeah, one wanted yeah, yeah. Tottenham to get them but this year 
everyone, excluding Arsenal fans and West Ham, everyone's like, it'd be great if Chelsea well, Bournemouth, collapsed and Bournemouth Spurs. fans on the weekend yeah. were singing, um, we're fighting for you, Tottenham Hotspur, we're fighting for you. Love that. Love that. Absolutely love everyone that. Everyone hates Chelsea. Um, anything else from the Swans game? Sissoko? Awful. Is there, is, there, is there a player in there? Have, I, have we just, is he shocking and we're just bought terrible? It's not worth the time. It's not worth the time. His first touch is... I mean, you know what they say about first touch being uh, worse than a rapist, but I think that even a rapist would get insulted by being compared to Sissoko because he's awful. Like he's 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 got power and pace. He's he's going back to the one start, he, the one feature that's good that of Tottenham of old. I'm always banging on about this. Avb, uh, Avb, you've done that to me. Poch likes players who can play in two positions first, yeah. first and foremost, and he likes play, players who've got more than one skill or attribute. That's why we got rid of Lennon, for example. Lennon yeah. could run fast; he couldn't do anything else. Couldn't score. Couldn't really cross. I put a poll out on Twitter. Oh, did you? What, what would did you he mind? What would you? <laughs> <laughs> That's not rehearsed. <laughs> what would you do with Vincent Janssen? Keep him or sell him? Yeah, I'd keep him. And the results were. 88% of people would keep him. Yeah. 12% would sell him. I think if I'd have put that out three weeks ago, that would have been completely different. Was that after Saturday? That was on the 6th of April. So was that after Saturday? Five, five, <laughs> five days ago. Well, no, it was before. That was after That was after the Swansea game. Okay. Before the, before the Watford destruction. The Watford destruction. Are we, get, are we on to that? Yeah, let's talk about that. I went with my dad. So it's my third game over with my dad. My dad is now 13 goals scored, not conceded and three wins so he's, he's doing doing well uh, we had a lovely time went to the pub beforehand the chicken shop which I was banging on about doesn't open before 12 I, what, what, just you think they'd make an exception just, for when there's an early game because it's good chicken look look at the fixture list there's 30,000 people descending on Tottenham walking past your shop idiots <laughs> just idiots it's good that you're not bitter about it though. no uh, me and my dad so Emma doesn't listen so uh, my wife doesn't listen to this so I, I'm not sure if you've seen it my my Batman Spurs shirt. Have you seen that? Yeah. So you showed me it. It's the Batman logo, um, but but I've got one. So I bought one at the end of last season. So there, there's a few shops which sell Tottenham gear, non-official Tottenham gear, around uh, the stadium, and there's some good T-shirt designs. And they've got a sale rail. And last year I bought. It's in a small and it's way too tight. But it's, it's the only size they had. It's the Batman logo, but with a Spurs cockerel head. It's amazing. And I bought it for three pounds. And my dad has wanted one since since, since really? he saw it. Yeah, yeah. So we went and fa- we went and tried fa- to find one. So we searched every store and we couldn't find one. But we found the sale rail and they've got one in uh, little Zoe's size. So Zoe's got one. He's, he's going to struggle to fit in that, isn't he, your dad? I've, he, he's a very determined man. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, dad often looks after Zoe uh, in the week. So I think he's going to change it because Emma doesn't know. Him. We'll probably hate it. So he's going to change her into it when he takes her and give her back to him. Just see, see, see what happens. Um, That's great though. I also met up with friend of the show... Carl Woodbridge as well and yeah. Rebecca as well his sister who listens uh, so that was good fun and Charlie as well Carl's son it was really nice to meet them finally yeah. so they're long term listeners of the show as well Yeah, uh, always contributing on the Facebook page as well really so nice. yeah. it was really nice to see him. it was good to see them so uh, met up with them uh, had my dad in tow as well as usual um, which was great so we, I love we, him we so met much. up early <laughs> just a more concentrated version <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> I love that. Um, so yeah, we met up with them before the game, and after we went and had some lunch in Uncle Jim's Fish and Chip Shop. Oh have you yeah, been in there. No, it's along the high street. It's right by the ground actually. Just what did you have? What do you have? Sausage, the, sausage and batter and chips in batter. Does it cost extra in there, like ten p extra, or is it free? I think so. And I'm do not, you? I'm not sure. Or do you have it with vinegar? Uh, no, I don't. Just as it is, bit oh, of ketchup. Really? No, I'm not a big sort of vinegar fan. It's is that your normal chip shop order? It's not. No, but because it was lunch time, I was like, I don't need a huge bit of fish for lunch. Right. 
it's not. I'll just get a sausage and batter. Sausage, eh? Sausage, chips, curry sauce. Every time, every single time. Really? Sausage, chips, curry sauce. Every single time. Check Uncle Jim's out, any Spurs fans. If you haven't been in there, that's decent in there. Yeah, and we won't be paid chicken. for that either. So. Yeah. 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 Um, that Watford game. So going into it, they had no defence. They're pretty much entire back four's been out. Here he is. Oh, Dan joined us. <laughs> Big Dan. New Dan. The best Dan, probably. We're just oh, on Watford. From that Watford. Right. Ooh, quick, quick one. Who would win the um, Spurs Hunger Games before the players were in the Hunger Games? Oh, oh I'll tell you what. Toby. Toby. <laughs> no one said Toby. Yeah, Toby. Good. Watford. We went into Watford. They had no defence. We didn't have a striker, sort of. We had Janssen. But they, they played with... Five, three centre backs, two full backs, two central defensive mid. They came not to win, not to win, not to lose. They were shocking. They, they were. So at, but that striker up front, Alaka, o- is his name? O- Okaka, Okaka, I think it is. He's one of the biggest humans I've ever seen. He's he lumpy. was ginormous. He was about six foot five. It was just moving Dembele out of the way. And you're thinking that doesn't happen. They, they played like, they played. Long balls, like I haven't seen a team play long ball. They played like Stoke used to, just long ball, long ball, mm. long ball, and it was mad. I just, I've never seen, and I've never seen us lose that many long balls. Like Dembele was losing them, Dyer yeah. was losing them. Success can't control his feet either. He had the ball in really good positions and didn't do anything. But with I've it. not, I like half of them players. I've like, I just don't know nothing about. No, even from like highlights or FIFA or anything, I just know nothing about most of them. But they, I thought they caused us a few problems. First fifteen minutes. Especially from set plays, I actually thought they looked quite dangerous. It didn't actually create much, like, many you know when chances. You, you know when that team's get into positions, you think, well, if they put a better ball in there, like, that could quite easily have been 1-0. Corners, I was a little bit worried because they were playing five at the back. They had some big lumps in there. Yeah. Well, as soon as it went 1-0. going to be the only way they were going to win the game. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Massive Tom Cleverley in midfield taking I about 30 touches every time he got the ball. <laughs> was just... He's awful. Remarkable. Just the two Premier Leagues, isn't it? He's won. <laughs> It's insane, it's isn't shocking, it? Shocking, isn't it? Insane, absolutely insane. Uh, I thought it was quite quiet. I thought it'd be rocking. This is. I thought we were a bit nervous Definitely. going there's, into it. There's not many games left at White Hart Lane. I'm just gonna have a look. It's it's two, is it two, three, three more? Now, yeah. Three more. Bournemouth, Arsenal, United. Yeah, and there's not many games. I say it was really nervy, really quiet, and then. So the, the the first goal, which was one of my favourite goals I've ever seen live, um, we although we were because we were quite high in the south up, but we just thought he chipped it, but we didn't realise he sort of curled it around. Um, it felt like the ball was in the air for ages. Yeah. I was like, he hit it, and I was just expecting, because I'm down the other end, I'm in the north, that I thought it was like an overhit cross and Gomez was just going to catch it. Yeah, no. And just flew in the top corner. Because we went mental, because yeah. that Dembele thing is much worse than it looked on the yeah. telly. It was really bad. Like, he had him around the neck, and he, he got, I'm pretty sure he tried to put an elbow through him. And but so what a brilliant advantage from yeah, the really ref, good. to be fair. Like, we give refs a lot of stick all the time. Like, he could easily have stopped it and booked him. That alley goal doesn't happen. You don't know what the game then goes on to yeah. be. So it's a really good advantage. Did you watch the refereeing thing on Sky Sports with Neville no, and Carragher? You got what? It's so good. It's so what good. They're it? doing like ref. So basically, they go on like a referee's training day oh, with all the current Premier League refs. Mm. So Mike Dean, oh, um, yeah. what's the fella that ref the Watford game? They all, all, all of them, all the ones you know from you the Premier. You there. see uh, Mike Dean practice the celebration yeah the space it's so good it's it, it, it was so, it's it an hour long and it was so good and it was them going for basically they start Carragher and Neville doing referees fitness tests yeah and they are shattered at the end <laughs> yeah. like they're really really struggling then they do they go into a game and they like ref a practice game and it's all about refereeing positions and what they get right and wrong then they become like a linesman for 20 minutes and have to they do a test which is 
basically do you get yeah. an offside decision correct or do you get it wrong yeah. Carrier gets pretty much every single one wrong it was so good but it does show how difficult it is for refs and the, the standard of refereeing is the highest I've ever seen it like, there's, um, there's, make no bones about it our referee was poor though he was inconsistent that was the main thing like, there was a few times where Okaka whatever his name is he was always backing into players but as soon as Jansen did it he got called he got called out for it and I did, it was it, it's inconsistency I don't mind bad decisions but if you're making Lots of bad decisions, the same bad decision, that's fine because at least you're being consistent. Strikers backing in his defenders always irritates me so much. As soon as a defender puts his hand on a forward, he goes down and it's a free kick yeah. every time, yeah. every single time. Actually, what the forward's doing is always significantly worse. Right? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So Ali's goal, brilliant. One of the goals of the season, probably. Yeah. Um, and then what was it? Who was next? Sun, not Sun, Sun was the third one. Who was in between them? Sun, Sun got the third, the second one was Dyer. Oh, like half volley just I inside the penalty I area. thought that'd be in Rose as soon as he hit it I almost had another don't hit him moment because you knew it was, something was going to happen but he hits that. it so cleanly City though, didn't, didn't he? he did that against City for the 1-1 yeah, to be fair all four finishes epic what has been yeah, like. yeah. it was like that where was, the, where was it last game where all four goals were epic uh, Stoke we did that against Stoke where all four goals were world class like most games now we're scoring like quality goals like different scorers we don't well, tend to really get like a scrappy do you know what I mean like a set piece and it bounces around and someone taps it in they're all really good goals now um, I thought Trippier was man of the match by such a long way he's one of my favourite players now he's so good his, his first time balls that, like that volley for Janssen's chance he put two epic. on the plate didn't he for Janssen yeah. yeah like if a striker had hit that towards goal that you know what I mean it was that yeah. quality yeah and that there was that one where I think he created it for for Sun where he he just did brilliant defensive work and then released Dembele and then the one where he headed it to Ericsson did a 75 yard overlap which they called out a match of the day yeah. and then put it like on a two pence like Glenn Hoddle on a two pence for Sun's right if you just said to Sun where do you want the ball yeah he it was, was exactly, exactly where exactly Trippier delivered and Trippier meant it as well so he, I think if you take pace out of the equation he starts for me it's, I think his delivery is as good in open play, I think, in the Premier League. I think the only one really like, is up. It's like Leighton Baines quality. Like You know if he gets the overlap, the ball's going in every time. Oh, I I'd like to see him taking a few more corners. Yeah, I'd I, I don't quite understand why he's not on them, because he's, he's got the best cross, yeah, yeah. hands down. I'd like to see that. But I think the, the Trippier-Walker debate, it depends on the system you're playing. It depends on the opposition. I know if, when we play Chelsea, I know I want Walker in. Oh yeah, just you need if you're pace. Playing against you need Hazard. pace. Yeah, at Whitehall Lane they couldn't cope. In that game they yeah. couldn't cope with us down the wings. But um, I think he does. I think we were saying that point on the, on the WhatsApp group. Trippier should start this weekend because it does give a bad precedent. Yeah, yeah. With the likes of what Everton apparently interested in him now. Yeah, I think that's going to be. He needs to play. He needs some game time. Otherwise, he's going to look like. I'm yeah, I'll get a man of match performance, and it's and not good enough to start. It's, it's a, it'll be bad. Oh, sorry, bad omen if we did do if we yeah. threw Walker right back in. But I can't believe he's not in the England squad. Who's well Walker? So he's got Walker and Klein. He's better than Klein. So I, I think if he keeps his performances up, the next friendly that comes or next qualifier will be he'll definitely be in. He's something different, isn't he? Like yeah. Walker and Klein are pretty much the same player. You know, they're very similar players and. I feel yeah. like Trippier is probably better against teams that sit back because yeah, yeah. he's got the he's really the only player that puts the ball in the box like Walker and Rose it's brilliant as they are and Davis they tend to try and just get the other side and they like to hit a low ball and they like want to get to the byline and cut it back 
whereas Trippier is happy to just whip it in from 40 yards yeah. he really does offer something different when you've got a team defending deep and when you've got a Janssen or a Kane yeah. you can put the ball in the box because they're going to win a header whereas if Sun's up there it's, it's a bit different but what it's a brilliant performance didn't have a lot of pace anyway so no. that game is fine for Trippier yeah Bournemouth though got Grader and they I, don't, I just think he'll play down it Play yeah, they've got a bit of pace, and they've got Josh King as well, and yeah. there's a few yeah, a few so. players that are a bit nippy. But we'll see. I mean, the other goals in that game as well. The Sun goal was just in which the Watford game, the third, third one, which was just But we've been looking at. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, like, you look at. There's been a few times when you see like a bail volley or people doing something unique, and you go, "We haven't got many players who can do that." Sun is can be that player. Same with Deli Ali now, and you can just see there's a few players who can do things now that are special. Like Bale's volley against Stoke, it's 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 not. We haven't got any players who could do that right now, apart from maybe Ali. But then wasn't there? Wasn't there a stat about how we didn't? Um, we had the most shots from outside the go- outside the box and the fewest. Goals, but when all all but all three goals, the first three goals were outside the box now, mm. and we're just like there's no one way of us playing. Like Liverpool play really fast, really aggressive, but we can do that. We can we can slow it down. We can score goals with headers. We can score goals from um, set pieces. We can be against Chelsea where we're tactically perfect. It's a very if if this was now we get out of the group stage of Champions League, we'd be within three points of Chelsea. I think if we just cut out. If we started the season now, I think we could win the league. It's just it annoying. was a stat going around, wasn't there? Like most points since the 2015-16 season began. Oh, it's funny you talk about that. Since the start of last season, we've got 138 points. City have got 127. Arsenal have got 125 as of Chelsea. We've won 39 games. No one else has won that. And we've lost the fewest amount of games by seven. So we've lost it's nine mental. games. mental. Yeah. Like, and if you compare... Like, I'm going to have a look at the uh, Premier League table... But like that, that ago. is just when you think about that. So we're basically we've been the best team in the country for the last two years. Basically, what that's saying. Yeah, but which by is mental. Long, long way. And if let me read out the table from seven years, from ten years ago, we finished fifth. We'd only won seventeen games. Uh, we have won twenty now, and we've still got seven games to go, and we're going to win all them. We only had sixty points. We're on, f- we're on sixty-eight now. Our goal difference was plus three. When the people above us was plus twenty eight and below us was plus sixteen, like everything has improved. This is, that's the impressive thing as <laughs> yeah. well. We're like what plus forty two, yeah. the highest in the league now. But we used to get at least two real annihilations Wookies. a season, yeah. like six nil. We'd get that a couple of times a season. We've only lost three games, and both all of those were by one goal. Didn't it? Chelsea two, yeah, those were. <laughs> yeah, Liverpool, so, yeah. United, and United, yeah, and they're all away, all tough away games as well. There was a really good one from Don on our WhatsApp group, which was. Um, three options so A when Wenyama's fit he walks straight back into the team Yeah. B Dyer keeps his place as is his favourite position and it being the role that got him an England call up or C you give Dembele a rest and play Dyer and Wanyama as a centre mid parent I mean when I saw that I was like when have we ever had those kind of selection difficulties ever like you've yeah. got three <laughs> absolute quality players and one of them realistically is probably going to have to miss out if we're playing the current formation of four at the back but talk about depth as well in the squad I think it's only five times this season that we've had our full like our full strength team out on the pitch two. in the league two 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That is ridiculous. Well, yeah, because you had Kane off, and then Lamella off for New Year's, Kane off. And, and like Rose has been out, Yam yeah. was out, Toby's out. Basically, every key player has been two, out. Those two games were Chelsea 2 0, where we beat them, which, was prob- which is going to be my favourite game of the season. And 4 0 against Stoke, maybe. Mm. Um, so six goals scored against two tough teams. There was a little injury update on Danny Rose, wasn't it? Saying that it looks like the Chelsea and the Arsenal games are going to be a bit early for him. And he might make it back for the last couple of league games. But yeah, I think realistically, May, they? Yeah. yeah, realistically, yeah. we might not see him again this season. Just because if we're flying still. Yeah, yeah. And like, we've missed him, but we haven't missed him. Like, we haven't owned it's, it. Obviously, it would have been better with him. And he is possibly the best left back in the league. But we haven't lost because of him we haven't lost down the left because of him we haven't because Davis has stepped up and the whole team has stepped up I feel the, en- the only game I remember where I felt like we really did miss him was the Europa League game against yeah. Ghent when yeah. we, we drew at home I Ghent. think that's the only one but well, Davis Liverpool that was as well away yeah game. Liverpool as well but, um, yeah but since Davis has had a decent run in the team like he's been fine and it just shows you like if with a player like him coming in just for the odd game is so difficult, especially if you're a fullback. And like, actually, he's been doing it incredibly well. Ben Davis and Rose has been fit that he's been coming in and just putting in a good performance. Yeah, and you don't notice it. And then when he gets a run of games, he's even better. I think it'd be another one we might struggle to keep hold of. Yeah, I was just about to say I disagree. Sorry, Dan. Go on. Sorry. Because Davis, I think, is our most average player, and he's not going to go up. He, the only thing he's going to do is get more playing time. Mm. He's going to do Sigurdsson and go back down to someone like. Swansea like a Watford and just play every game whereas Trippier legitimately could play for Chelsea could play for it's a big statement I, th- I think big statement well what, what's what, what's his weakness potentially pace, maybe. potentially pace height I mean, there's, there's, there's not there's not there's not there's not much no. there were some rumours this week isn't it about Luke Shaw leaving United and that we're Fat sniffing Arthur. around him right. a, a bit I would not be happy with that. would you not, not he'll be expensive get, as well to get rid of Rose I think it, I think he'd be quite good for us. Not as a how old is He's apparently not he? very intelligent. Yeah, well, you can he's something for United, so yeah, you can understand that. But he's not. I don't know. I'm worried. I'd be worried about that. Mm. I like our team at the moment. Everyone seems to get on as well. They seem yeah, like yeah. friend. They seem friends, yeah. which is like yeah. It's what would be a bad get. season now? Finish uh, finishing fourth, just fourth. No FA Cup final. Would well, that be a bad season now? If we. Yes, from where we are right now, yes. That's how, that's we, how far we've come. Because Dan, you'd you'd never say that, would you? <laughs> yeah, you would always be like, "No, I'll sell for four. I'll take that. <laughs> I know, I'll take that." But where we are right now, definitely. Mm. And second, do we think? I'm so confident on being runners up now. We've I'm got a gap over I, I Liverpool. I want to take it one game at a time. There I it is. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> like some of our away games. Like I was thinking about this actually this morning when I woke up. Especially Arsenal getting trounced last yeah. night, but we still got to go to Palace. Yeah. West Ham game as well. They always seem to up it, don't they? Yeah. Place. So I don't know. We still got a couple of tricky games. So I'm being. Yeah. I'd rather be cautious and happy at the end. Yeah. Happy at the end. Yeah, but there, there are some tricky fixtures now because there was a lot. There was a time when people were saying, "Oh, running is easiest." Actually, now it, it looks a little bit tricky, and the, we do have Arsenal, West Ham, and. United one game after another and we've got Leicester to play as well we don't know when that it's is it's just sort of a derby now yeah. isn't it <laughs> completely so, from them there's still potential for us to cock it up but I can't I don't like Liverpool will cock it up look at Bo- like their results against Bournemouth um, City will cock it up United will cock it up so I, and Arsenal are just miles away from us I can't believe like it's 14 people, points people are talking about us potentially catching Chelsea and then saying we, we've got to be um, we've got, we can't catch Chelsea but we've 
Arsenal could catch us was Arsenal 14 points behind us we're only uh, seven, 7 points behind Chelsea that's mental it's proper mind the gap time now we're, they I'm are not, not going to catch us I'm with Abbas I'm not saying that until I, until I will bet all the money that they will not catch us I just think as well we're at a point now where actually measuring our success this season is not finishing above Arsenal which at the start of the season it was it was mm. like if we can get above them we'll have had yeah, a great year whereas, exactly whereas now it's like don't really care what they're doing like it's completely driven. We're more concerned on what we're doing. It's not about that, finishing above them. That Swansea result for me was a big change because I, I looked at. It, I'm, I'm not going to lie. At 80 minutes, I was like effing and blind. Yeah, thinking, yeah. This is same old Spurs. Yeah, same old Spurs. <laughs> and then when we hit the three goals, it's like that for me. It's like we don't do that. We haven't. That's that's where we've fallen down. Sometimes we've had such a good 30, 32 games, and then just fall off. And I just, it just felt maybe that could be a change for us to kick on. I've never really known us. I mean, we scored a couple of late goals against West Ham this season, but that one was a pen that was a bit different. I've never really seen us do that. AVB. Didn't we have a few under AVB or early Pochettino where, like, Ericsson scored a few late-minute goals? But and that's level going into it, getting a winner. Like, uh, sure. like you're going to lose, and then five minutes later you've won. No and it was a Premier League first, wasn't it? Yeah. The first time teams won 0-0 down in the 88th minute and there's 1-3-1. Never happened before. Yeah, Premier did you see that video of Conte being told and he just started rubbing his head because he's stressed about this as well. How much money would you have paid to have been in that way? And I would have Gerard was there. I would have been. Like, I would have paid an absolute fortune to have been there for that. that just scenes. the scenes, the, the videos. Minutes, yeah. yeah, was just absolutely. Yeah, mental. we got a bollocking for that on the Facebook group, didn't I? Put no, it. you did. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I put a video of an illegal video. But it wasn't because it was. So I put a video of so a. a, a from the crowd shot of Ericsson's goal from the Swansea on the Facebook group Facebook have taken it down because it's due to a copyright claim but it was literally some unless this guy is a brand and sold it out this footage out I don't know why why we're getting it's a bollocking a weird one I, I think put, someone's got it in for you yeah, if I'm well, honest I think I'll have it um, did I talk about the girls game I don't think I did did I I meant nope. the was there but they won their cup final yeah they did 3-1 uh, which was great I was See if I can get the links and send them round for the goals. The first goal in the game on. is one of the best goals I've seen live. It was absolutely ridiculous. Um, so Bianca Baptiste scored it. She picked the ball up in her own half, ran 50, 60 yards past two players, mm. edge of the penalty area, and just smacked it straight in the top corner. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It, it was. like It's an amazing goal because the pitch is awful as well. You I mean, call, even calling it a pitch is being generous it's one of the best goals I've seen literally everyone that was there was just like shocked when it went in I couldn't believe what a good goal it was um, but Charlton come back to 1-1 about 5 minutes later but it was 3-1 to Spurs at half time yeah. pretty comfortable They're actually, the women are playing at the, um, the lane for the first time next Wednesday yep. um, it's fiver for adults under 18s are a pound it's dirt cheap so you're playing against West, West Ham. Ham ladies and so go Derby game but great game got me a ticket for that yeah I think they've, they've, op- they've opened the west stand yeah so that's what they usually do for those sit there so that, that's going to be great nice so that'd be good but yeah first trophy in the back and the first time I've gone to a Spurs Cup final and see, seen us win oh, so. congratulations <laughs> thank you Tottenham have won as many Premier League games in the last nine days as Arsenal have in all of 2017 oh that's brilliant we're mid-April I mean there's a I think a holiday Dan put in the WhatsApp group that yeah if we both win our next two games going into that game at Water Lane if we beat them it's mathematically oh, oh. how good would that be how good would that be oh, oh. so good 
that would be up there with as good as days. I can't wait for the songs. The songs are going to be amazing. Um, I've got tickets for that. I can't, I can't wait. Um, I've also got tickets for the United game, which are, are yours, because someone has organised a wedding on that day. So I can't go. Um, credit my wife. Emma said, uh, she went, now I've... I've got some bad news, but I've got a solution. Uh, this wedding in Exeter, so it's miles away. Oh, so you, you there's no it, chance. Yeah. Uh, it's on the, la- the same day as the last ever game of White Hart Lane, and I know you've got tickets, so I've had a look. I can take Zoe down on the train, and you can go to the game. And I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. Mm. Like, there are people who have just been to every game, sacked off weddings, and you just can't do it. It will be one of the, the best days things you miss but the thing is it would be good but I don't think I think the first game in the new stadium will be so much bigger than the last one at the lane yeah I mean, imagine all the guests they'll bring out at half time all the yeah. songs I mean, it, don't get me wrong it'd be an amazing atmosphere and all that but I don't all that. I don't think that that's why I go I don't think it's we've not definitely moved out yet this is true saying, yeah. I don't and also if we lose that game then it's like well, I know. No, it was like that last season, wasn't it? When we, uh, if we just needed those three points to definitely finish second, was it Southampton? Southampton done us, didn't they? They've done us, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean at what? At what? No, that's interesting. Um, World class. So, are we like? Can we go on to? Let's talk about world class. So on six oh six, which is a toxic program. I hate it. Like it's it's just idiots phoning probably a premium line number to make the BBC loads of money, and they just get people who say contentious things. It's like talk sport, but amateur. And they get to speak to Robbie Savage, and there was a guy who was saying, um, Deli Ali is world class. And I would argue 100% that he's not, but I just wanted to bring it. What do you define as world class? I would say world class. A world class player is someone that can turn a game in a split second. And I would say. It's Vincent Janssen coming on. The, for this <laughs> but this, the, I'm serious. The, the term world class gets thrown around so much. Like, I think anybody can score a world class goal, mm-hmm. but it's the consistency as well yeah. to be a world class player. And. I wouldn't. I, I think Messi and Ronaldo. You can't even call them world class. They're in another league. They're not human. Mm. World class players are players like Modric, Ibrahimovic. These, do you know what I mean? The the people. I would say they're world class players. The real top players. Messi and Ronaldo are the best players of all time. So you, you can't compare anyone to them. Mm. But to be consistently good, not even across the season, across five years, like a real, real long time, be the main main guy at your team change games constantly yeah. depending on your position if you're an attacker it's like you've got to be top you've got to be hitting 30 league goals definitely a season yeah. if you're a defender you've got to be keeping a ridiculous amount of clean sheets but it does get thrown around too much I wouldn't say Deli Ali's world class yet oh, yeah. I'd say he's easily got potential to be world class easily he's that he's in that group for me that are just below world class that are really really good players and I would say all of our players are probably that I wouldn't say we have a world class player I'd say we've got really, really now, good players. I'd say Lloris is Lloris, well yeah. What's your? How would you define it? Uh, it's very similar. That so you have to have a measure of consistency, and I do think it's built up over time. Yeah. I think Ali will get there. Yeah. He looks like he's going to get it, yeah. but yeah, is that changing a game on the, you know, on a mm. fifty people? Does it matter what you do on an international stage? See, I, I discussed that um, article, I can't remember who got interviewed for it. He was saying, oh, you've got to do it on the world stage. Yeah, I disagree. Well. I, I disagree. I think he can be world-class at club level. I would say the likes of Lampard and people like players like that, and even Ro- Rooney to some extent, haven't done it well enough at international level to mm. be considered world-class, in my opinion. Yeah. But club level... 
I think I think you're right to make the difference between world class and like the all time legend greats, which are Messi, um, Maradona, because you could argue that Maradona dragged his team through international team through whatever um, tournament they were in. But I think world class has to be, if I was to define it, would be in the first eleven in the world, the world first mm. eleven, and maybe a backup per so one midfielder, one striker, one defender, one goalkeeper, and that's why I put Lloris there because I, I don't buy. De Gea ever I, I just I think he's a good keeper but I think he just he's made to look better because United concede more shots and he's got more opportunities part of it as well is how much you've won and don't be wrong there are players that have won a lot that are bang average players but yeah. if you are Tom Cleverley exactly Jack Wilshire. if you are a real real world class player when your career finishes you'll have five league titles a Champions League domestic cups you'll have if, if you're that good yeah. at some point you'll have all of those titles and I think at the minute because Spurs, we don't. Our players don't have that. That's why I wouldn't say anyone's world class, but they're very, very, very but good. Isn't, isn't that a measure mm. of team though? Mm, but I think if team. you're a world class player, you'll you move. You'll be in. You'll be in exactly. I think character comes into it as well. Yeah. So when the, the, every team goes through a moment of like pressure and stuff, and it's how you come out of that. Yeah. And they were saying that's the thing about the Arsenal players. You look at some of them; they're just dejected. But you've got Sanchez there, who, who's pushing. He yeah. is world class. I think personally. Oh yeah It's what um, Clive Woodward Talks about Is teacup Doesn't it Thinking correctly Under pressure He talks about Like everyone Goes under pressure And it's a privilege To be under pressure It means you're At the, the top end Of the game But how you respond To that pressure I think is absolutely key Because then That inspires What other people Do around you And then that, that Draws the team Forwards with you so right. And that's I what I'm loving about us At the moment We seem to have That character that, mm. that we didn't panic You know It's a Swansea game The players didn't panic Watford at the weekend 30 minutes in no goal no more no panicking it was calm it's just that yeah. we seem to have built that team up and it's just like no one's panicking the bench won't panicking it's just like Dyer said that didn't he post, post in, the, uh, in the interview afterwards he said about uh, it, they think last year they concentrated they thought about it too much and they got worried about the pressure but now they're just a bit more relaxed and you can see it in their game they're just like you're saying like we, I reckon we could go through 80 minutes and the crowd would be getting annoyed but we'd still be playing it stretching teams and making chances like, yeah I think as well the players realise we're in a position now where if you draw a game it's not the end of the world whereas last year it was like realistically <coughs> you've got to win every single game and if it was nil-nil with an hour gone they mm. were like we, we've, whereas now it's sort of like if it doesn't happen today it doesn't happen like, I think they've sort of not accepted that we can't catch Chelsea I don't think that that's the case but I think they've accepted that in football it, it's, it's a game yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean yeah. like stuff happens you get yeah, a team yeah. will come and play really well and you might only draw whereas last year I don't think that we had that even the fans as well I don't think we had that understanding that it is football and sometimes a, a lesser team can turn up on the day and play really really well and cause some sort of an upset yeah, yeah. and that Southampton game being the main one we were 1-0 up in that game yeah. and we should just we should have just managed that game better and now our, our in-game management when we're winning is absolutely like we haven't lost a game I think Chelsea's the only one where we've been in front yeah. because we get in front and we're sensible we still play our stuff but we don't commit mm. eight, nine men forward when we're winning because we know well, you're in front yeah, I remember reading somewhere. So uh, there's, there's 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 three parts to football. Like I think that that impacts performance. One is the group of players. One is the manager, and one is like the club you play for. Because it's weird how like we just lose to Liverpool con- consistently. Like we 
they change they can change the whole of first eleven, but we still lose them. It's the style, isn't it's it? It's the style. Yeah, so that, that's what I'm talking about there. Then you've got the manager. I read somewhere once that a manager can add five percent or take away fifteen percent in the same way a jockey does on a horse, but it feels to be massively like Potch's adding way more than five percent because he's changed yeah. everything. And if you have a look at the 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 teams, you have a look at Man City who just expect to win because they, they think they're better than everyone else, which is which is what's his face, which is Guardiola's outlook. United are really arrogant and think everything's okay when actually they're still crumbling. Theatre of draws. Theatre of draws. <laughs> Arsenal have got no mental strength because Wenger's thing was about being able to find players that no one else knew about and bringing in like the new sports science way. But everybody does that now. Fat Sam can do it. That's why he's lost his edge. But you have a look at Pochettino where he knows leadership better than like I read a lot of like leadership books and stuff. He is like an amazing case study. Like Ferguson was for his time. He's the new Ferguson for his time. I'm gonna put it out there. It's just like I genuinely don't think of any other manager in the world, world football at the moment was at Spurs we wouldn't be playing the way we're playing I think he's the mm. only guy that could get that group of players playing the way we're playing and I would be so worried if a massive job did become available Barcelona. because he's not going to go he's, there he's, he's sort of already said, said hasn't he he, he said, said, he's like, not like, he said this ages ago like yeah. ages ago that he valued Barcelona uh, his biggest rival club and when they always come up I was like the press are just trying to sell stories yeah, they're just trying to get and I read about as well because he spoke didn't he about that, that the secret meeting that he had with the Barcelona and he was like it wasn't secret he was like I was in on holiday in Spain in a bar yeah, and I've known him for years and he was there <laughs> so I went to say hello was like, I spoke to him for two minutes yeah. it was all of a sudden it's a secret meeting but in that, that thing he said um, I could never manage Barcelona because it's like because uh, I'm an, I'm Espanol, it's like me going to manage Arsenal. It will never happen. I it love is. that. <laughs> yeah, I right. literally love that. And then he said after Watford, didn't he? He said, um, it's not about me, it's about the, the players and it's about the badge, it's about the fans. Because he hates the song we sing about him, doesn't he? Does Whenever he? we sing it, he'd watch him when you're at the game next, he'll just go and sit down. Really? Whenever the song, he doesn't like it at all because he's all yeah. about it's the players, it's the club. It's what not, a leader. What a leader. What a man. What a man. He may be world class. I can't think of anyone I'd rather have in charge of Tottenham. Anyway. He's changed so much when he's come in. And they're saying about Conte winning manager of the year. Maybe he deserves it, obviously. But he had the players there. He had a lot of the players at the club, and all he had to do was get the motivation. He spent loads of money on Pochettino had to change, gut every gut the whole team. Hasn't got the budget of Chelsea. No. It's just like he's changed so much no. the, throughout the whole club. Well, Lingard is on the same amount of money as our That's top. why I worry. A little bit. I don't think the players are money hungry. Mm. But they were saying that you get the likes of Kane and Ali and Dyer going to the England squad with Lingard, and they're like, "Yeah, he's earning more more than me." Yeah. Although I don't, don't, on basic salary alone, I don't know how performance. Yeah, and I imagine, and I think we pay quite well on that. I believe from what I hear. But there's going to be a a point where we're going to have to. Yeah. Go 150, 200. That, that, that's only because if Ali and Kane keep performing the level they're performing at, they could be able to say to Pochettino, I could go and play for Madrid and earn 250 yeah, yeah. grand a week. Like, See that you've got to do so. At some point, if we want to keep them, we genuinely want to be really ambitious, we will have to break that at some point. Yeah, and we're gradually doing it. And I think what is good is what you're saying about England, there's a big gap between the pay, there isn't that a Spurs. Because I think even like Davis, he's probably one of the lesser earners. He's on like seventy. And the top is he? earner, yeah, that was his new deal, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Whereas is the top really? earner, yeah, the top earner will be what? One hundred twenty. Loris, Kane, Kane. A lot of it, so There's yeah. not a huge gap. A lot of it is based on performance. What I've yeah. heard is like they get very well bonused on mm. goals. You know, just team performance. 
Yeah. Which I think is the right way to go. Perfect Rather way. than paying someone a hefty wage yeah. bill and then they don't perform. It's simple, lower it? basic, yeah. but higher. So you can just say you perform well, you'll earn more than what you could earn at United yeah, I'm if you play well. Yeah, I'm a fan. And that makes you play for the team. Um, Robbie Savage. So there's a really good podcast called... Uh, it's with Robbie Savage, Freddie Flintoff, and Matthew Saeed, who's uh, the, the former ping pong world champion, who written Black Box Thinking and Bounce, um, where they just have three questions. So they actually just talked about the world class thing. And uh, Robbie Savage, it's, it's actually really good. I thought it'd be awful with those two in it, but it's not. It's really, really good. Um, and he talks. Savage talks about how he used to feel guilt if they ever lost or they felt uh, they. Um, he put in a bad performance he would feel guilt that he was being paid that much and he felt like he owed it to the fans which it's nice to hear hear that you know didn't ever seem like reimbursing the tickets or anything like that it just no, felt he bad yeah, teeth, yeah, exactly. um, um, Bournemouth's the next game easy win do you think so they actually caused us quite a few problems when we played them away it was nil nil, wasn't it the away three game 3-0 4-0 on paper it looks easy but I think the, I think it was going to be a lot tougher than we think and they're think quite good them. going forward Bournemouth well, not because they've got any individuals but they just they seem to just score two goals every week doesn't matter they're who they play gonna, they're either going to come and attack and we'll destroy them or they'll sit back and we'll destroy them There's, they, we will destroy them I'm, I'm so confident of that should score prediction then 3-0 I don't think it'll be a rout but I think we'll beat them I think, we'll get an early, I think we'll get an early goal. We've got, our momentum is so high at the moment. They're obviously like coming back off Liverpool, but Liverpool are weak mentally. We're so strong. Like there's a lot of like just kicking a midget in the bollocks in Spurs. Like you just go stop messing around. Like hand on their head, just just go away. And that's what Bournemouth are. It, this isn't old Spurs. I think as well it's for them because they've just played Liverpool away to then gear themselves up for another away game and get to that level again is quite tough. Yeah, and Liverpool will always give you a chance. We will. We very rarely give you a chance. Thoughts on Bournemouth game, Dan? Yeah, I'm thinking close. Like yeah, one nil, two nil. Yeah, I think it'd be. I think it'd be tighter than mm. what. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I hope you're right because I. <coughs> it's nice, like that Millwall game. It's just, it just yeah. felt nice as a day. We don't often get many of them. Yeah. so it'd be nice if we get another one. And it's only a couple of weeks now to Chelsea as well. I know, isn't it? Oh, man, I cannot yeah. wait for that. Cannot wait. Uh, it's, so that and the, uh, the scheduling of that and the ch- the Arsenal game is we were talking about this, weren't we? Is the middle of a three day weekend, so people are going to get absolutely smashed. It's the late kickoff. It's going to be a horrendous atmosphere. West Ham's a Friday night as well. It's oh. shocking fiction. <laughs> what are they decisions? Like no. really? Like well, we? I went. Van doesn't go to much many more games. And Van's a good friend of mine who was on the the show here. Because when last time we went to a West Ham game, we had to cover our heads because they were throwing bottles and coins just to get to our seats outside the ground the one thing I was going to ask which I haven't asked was I don't know what time oh shit we haven't got much time was um, about being close to elite level sports have you ever in your personal life like being close to no I don't mean going to see it like being experiencing like elite you've level you've had the cycling thing and that's, that's where I was going like, and it, it's um, like the reason why I was in the game and there were there's always idiots around you who, who know the game better than anyone else and they, they tell players to do things but they can't see what's, on, what's really happening and I do think there is there are layers of knowledge and expertise on football which footballers are better at because they've been doing it every day since they were six you know um, I just, I just it, elite levels, and the other, it's the other thing is because there's a there's a hundred mile race that happened last weekend, and there's a video of it online where it's a hundred miles. You get sixty hours to do it. Um, usually, hundred mile races are about twenty four hours uh, cut off, um, but it's sixty miles because the elevation is twice that of Everest. So you're just climbing and climbing mm. and climbing over hundred miles. And a guy did it. Uh, he got to the finish line 
six seconds over the 60 hours so he didn't finish it so he'd effectively run up Everest twice 60 hours and I was just thinking like it's mad that, that difference between elite and not elite and I, I don't know I'm blathering a little bit I was just trying to think of when if you've ever experienced elite yeah, the, en- the only thing I've come close to really is playing football games with people that are play at a high level so yeah. I've got a few friends that are sort of playing like the 8th and the ninth tier of English football I've play, played FA Cup yeah. but you think that's only realistically sort of like four or five leagues above like the top like Saturday Sunday league division yeah. so it's like I've, when I was going into playing in these games when I was thinking oh, they'll be good but I don't think that yeah. there'll be anything it was ridiculous it's it was absolutely level, ridiculous right? like as in you couldn't the opposition couldn't even get close enough to foul them because they were that good yeah. so I was like that's the gap between standard sort of Saturday Sunday league players and someone in the ninth tier imagine the gap between them and someone in League Two and then League Two, the Prem, yeah. the Prem and a real top player. It, the gap just gets bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. every league you jump up. And I think, so I was reading Charles Schultz who wrote Peanuts, you know, the uh, the comic Snoopy and Charlie Brown. And then there is a point to this. He was, so he, anyone can draw like a Peanuts cartoon, but he can draw it exactly the same way five times in five minutes. And that's, that's the difference, is consistency. Being able to want to do the same thing and do it and do it to a high level and think about doing it like that, that's what they do and it's a real privilege to see Spurs at the moment like Janssen missed a, a couple of sitters on Saturday like he should have scored but actually there is a player there who does do the, the back heel pass there is a player who backs into players and holds the ball up there is a player who creates and who, who created that that chance where he rolled the player yeah. like, it was an amazing save by a keeper that's why I want to keep him I, I, think. I, I think he deserves another season he's young he's what 21 first season yeah. in I think if we keep all our players together this summer, that's I think crucial more yeah. than even buying anyone because they're going to have another mm. year to develop. Ali's what twenty one now. 21. He's just turned twenty one today. today. Yeah, happy birthday! And then uh, can drink now in America. Yeah, I just think that they all keep developing. I think Janssen give him another season. Yeah, fingers crossed. I just think. Well, look, we who have we we've just brought in Wanyama. That's all we've brought in really this this season. Maybe Winks Jensen. as well. I guess is Winks, not yeah. that you've brought him in, but he's been pushed through he's the academy quality as well. That's what we've got. That's yeah. what we've got to do next season is go and get another player that can go straight in the first team and bring an academy player through. Yeah, we have we've got yeah. to realistically do that because we haven't got the budgets. Yeah. We've got to do that now for the next two three seasons. Go and find a quality player for less than 15 yeah. million get rid of Suzuku bring someone else in like the yeah. player we want I think Suzuku was a panic buy massively but it like fell. both Milan teams are fighting over him and Marseille apparently yeah. great just, yeah. just let him go that's Marseille great that'll drive the budget up yeah. as well but that'll drive the value up if there's three massively, teams yeah. in for him that's good might get big 20 teams. mil um, would you does. gamble on someone like Mares? no cool next the <laughs> um, didn't want it to no. next what was I going to say? That's uh, so an interesting say then. Oh, uh, NG apparently is gone. So there's like Bentaleb where if he plays a certain amount of games, he's so forced yeah. by, apparently he's gone. He doesn't I mean, play. well, I'm not going to lose any sleep over that. No. I don't really know what he looks like, to be honest. He I looks don't like Nkudu. I've really ever seen him. Short nippy the same man. Nkudu, yeah, he's again someone that needs to develop a bit more, doesn't he? Not seen enough of him this he look The games I've seen of him, I don't want to be too negative, but he looks absolutely shocking. Looks really? Like what he looks like. Yeah. I, he I think he looked, nah. I think he's lightning quick, but that's it. He can't. It's the new Aaron Leonard. Yeah, literally. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, did you uh, do you know what the uh, carpenter did? Do you know what the carpenter did after uh, his one night stand? 
you know, we made one night stand. He made his second night stand. Yep. That's shocking. Yeah. That's shocking. <laughs> Did you, did you, so you caught up with Junior in the week? Yeah, so I caught up with Junior Salango. Some people have been asking who he is, if he's a wind-up. Junior's pissed off at this, and he says... Uh, <laughs> people call him Junior Salingo as well, yeah. which is not his name. Yeah, so Junior asked, he was going to ask Abbas what his favourite um, constellation was after his, <laughs> his revelation. We don't get, oh, we don't get an Abbas astronomy fact, do we, this um, week? No. We'll, um, we'll survive. We'll survive. Uh, Junior's question was... If you had to make your own product from the McDonald's menu, what would it be? So, for example, when I worked there, I used to wrap a bit of bacon around a chicken nugget with a bit of half a bit of cheese, and it was the best thing ever. It's convenient that he'd ask you a question that's so easy for you to answer. It's almost like we're the same person, isn't it? Yeah, (laughs) which is really interesting. Um, What would you make? I had a Chinese friend who used to put three triple taste, uh, three um, big tasty burgers in a bun, and used to smash that. No, I, don't, I don't know how he, he made it. I that. would make a, like, a giant chicken nugget, massive like the size That's of my amazing. head, and just, just eat that. That's amazing. Isn't that? Yeah. yeah chicken selects are good, aren't they? Oh, so good. I miss those days. My, that Chinese friend's called Jackson, right? Have we got. Right, I'll tell it quickly. He's, um, I wasn't allowed home. I had a few friends like this where if he's, I wasn't allowed in their house when their, their dad was home because their dad just liked the house to be quiet. So I, one of my mates, actually, Marcus, his dad, we, um, his dad was always away on work. I didn't realise when I was a kid, but he was always in prison. Like, I just, I mean, it was mad. So this is away on work. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, this guy, Jackson, he just moved over from China. His dog was a show dog, so never left the house because it was really moody, this... Um, uh, this, it was amazing, beautifully do- dog. But he didn't have any furniture in his house because he just had baths in his living room, which were all because he just collected koi fish, and so they were all in koi fish in his, in his bed. Did he sleep in a bath? No, but they didn't have furniture. They had just had baths, and they literally went from tubes connecting the baths in the living room to the, a bath in the kitchen, and they ate in their in their bedrooms. And um, they used to have these shoes which were bright red and yellow, half red, half yellow, because I worked at McDonald's and that's what I used to go to. But they, they were like Adidas, they weren't, they were just at high tops. And um, the one time his dad came <laughs> home, while I was in the What is this? I just remembered it the other day, one time when his dad came home, I heard him shouting at Jackson in Chinese, but he saw my shoes, and all I heard was Chinese, 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 clown shoes, Chinese, 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 and told me to get out. That just sounds like what you've got is you've just got loads of books in front of you and you've just picked random <laughs> sentences out of each one to form this story. Wait, so many weird stories from McDonald's and my childhood. Remember whatever happens, future's bright. <laughs> future's lily white. <laughs> Come on, you spares. Come on, you spares. Despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hart Lane. 
Dominica playing fair Aldrich here there everywhere Pat Jennings luscious hair Super Vertonghen Pavlyuchenko number 9 Naeem from the halfway line Villa's running 81 Under Twin Towers Daniel Levy's transfer steals Harry Redknapp steals on wheels The legend Steve Perryman MBE Hugo Loris clean sheet Ball and Stefan Dalmatty I'm playing out white I'll play Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won in 1961 Aaron Lennon's line green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hutton we all knew his passport said Spain Berbatov turn and strop Hartsy saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley we lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave Scott me raised Chirpy the cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway. Carol fumbling the same. Clattenburg doesn't, doesn't give the goal. Abizela's work of art. Tricky Rafa van der Vaart. He's got no head, we don't care. Martin, Martin, yo. Lily White's from White Hart Lane. Red so Ziegler sounded just like Ziegler. Getting to the grounds of pain. Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy into Equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel act Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back Andersimovic Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardister's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco He's linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Zakora and we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright But it makes me sad the Steagall was so bad Robbie Keane in the box Edgar David, Dreadlocks, Palacios, Stripey Socks, Everson Hattrick, Dave Mackay picking fights, European Glory Knights, Terry Dyson go on my son, Cliff Jones on the wing. Dean Richards, John White, Legendary Lily White, How dare I forget Who there is to do? Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Alan Gilsey. Lily from White on Lane. Kazuyuki Soda, Bentley's free kick over. We treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your ass. Liam Walker's page to go. Gus Poyet, free kick curl. Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife. Edrington loved the cookies Andy Reid loved the cookies Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game Heroes in blue and white When I feel depressed in Coginola undressed Point won't give up the fight Wolfhawks never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot AVB's deep squat David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, 8 foot tall Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision Howard Webb's bad decisions Raman Vega playing Sega Sandro's kung fu kick 
Eric Tors, the looking spell Espen Barson Leonard and Smith and Shivers bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue We like a weird style We've done it for a while It's better to rain playing high Then our football story Will echo with glory Lily White and White are made If the budget allows The anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Hanson, 44 if he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer. Heroes in white and blue. This one's for Billy Nick, it's the ball did the trick. He showed the world what's for us to do. The Leading Cup we won in 1961. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882. Even when I'm feeling grey. Despite the tears and pain, I get to white hot lane. Heroes in white and blue We like to win in style, we've done it for a while